Hello, and welcome to Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. In this series of podcasts, Sean and I are going to be talking about business topics and adventures, that work-life balance that everybody needs. So sit back and enjoy the show. Okay, Sean, how are you doing this morning? Good, Les. How are you? It's been a long time. It has been a long time. So how long has it been? Wow. You know, we tried to start this off again, what, a few months ago, and then and yeah. then, and then we kind of shifted again, and then, then the pandemic started. So we can blame everything on the pandemic, can't we? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I think that's a good way to go. Blame it on the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and, and who knows when the pandemic's going to end, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, so is is work going okay for you? Work is good. Luckily, we are in a a uh, critical business, so yeah, yeah, keeping keeping things moving. I haven't missed a day of work. Uh, not trying to brag or anything, but I'm glad that I don't uh, have to, you know, be at home either work from home, and I'm and I'm definitely glad I still have a job. So, uh, very grateful for that. Yeah, I think uh, so. I'm a little bit opposite of that. I'm uh, grateful I have a job now. But because of the pandemic, I was uh, um, released from my previous employer. So I had to uh, quickly look for work. And, and luckily, I found something. And so far, so good. So, you know, a few weeks in and and things are looking pretty good. So All right. Well, good. Congratulations. And I'm very happy for you. And, and well, thank per- you. Perhaps that's another that's another topic we should discuss. You know, we talk yeah. about being a leader and having leadership positions. Both of us have have spent a lot of time in business. Um, you know, what happens if circumstances do come about that cause you to need to be looking for a job at a, a, an advanced age? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> advanced age. Well, hey, 50s, yeah. 50s isn't, isn't that bad really anymore. Yeah, yeah. We are getting older though. I know. So we, we talked about uh, what our topic would be after being off for, you know, I don't know. We've been off for probably what? six months at least yeah if not longer um we we we've we kind of uh bounced back and forth what our topic should be and we kind of came up with something uh pretty straightforward and 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 a pretty simple topic probably uh probably nothing that's uh, real deep or earth shattering but uh i think it's a good one to kind of get our feet wet again with and and uh and talk about so uh why don't you kind of lay out uh, what the idea is? Well, thanks, Les. And, I, and even though we don't podcast as often as we used to, um, getting back into it, I, I do. And, you know, you and I do talk through topics. And they, they pop into my head every now and again. And uh, this topic came about because I was going in to make coffee in the office, in the little, in the little cafeteria area that we have. Uh, we make our own coffee, whatever, and and uh, from the packets. And somebody says, "Oh, look at this is the way I do it. This is the way I do it." And I was like, oh, "That's interesting. I'm the way I do it is fine." And and so I wonder, I wonder if there is a, a topic to discuss on what should be, what processes should be improved. I said, "Like this is my process, and I like the way I make the coffee." And and it's not that I that I put anything else extra in it or anything like that, but it was just the way of getting out the filter, emptying the old coffee, putting the filter in, opening the bag, you know, putting the bag in. So 
I kind of, whenever I do make coffee, it is just a routine that I have. So somebody else has a different routine and that person said, well, you know, it's a lot faster this way or, or it's easier this way. And I, and I was like, well, you know what, that, that might make me uncomfortable to do it your way only because I like doing it my way. So, you know, throw, throw that out on the table. What other processes are people maybe comfortable and more efficient doing because it's their way and not somebody else's way, the way, the way they do it. So taking that and kind of extrapolating that into the, the world of continuous improvement, uh, where our, our job, my job, your job has typically been to improve the way you do business. So here you've brought up an idea where somebody said, you know, Hey, you could change that and it would be better. But you've said, Hey, I like it the way I do it. And the way I do it seems to work fine. So now take that into the, the, the business world. And what's, what's the difference? Why should we be caring about people that actually say, well, I hear what you're saying about changing this particular business process. Let's say that business process is, uh, you know, some sort of paperwork and the way they do it, they like the way they do it. They, uh, they do what they do well, but you see something better. How do you deal with that, that particular conflict, so to speak, or that diff that particular difference? And, um, you know, yeah. take that and make a change. And, and, or, and I know should you make the, or should you make the change? Well, that's, that, that is, that's always a good question. And, and I think, um, you don't want to, you don't want to argue with somebody over, over territory or pride. Um, but I think what you said in there is, is they, this other person's got a process and they do it well. Okay, so what is the definition of well, and and how far does well go throughout the organization? So yeah, right. we, we do want to pro improve processes. I'm always looking to improve a process. I wonder if 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 there is a process where one person is in that process, and that person does it. And now here go the air quotes well, and there's there's no problem with time or or quality. But somebody else might look at it and say, well, you know, if you did it, you know, left handed instead of right handed, you know, you'd get it, you'd get it done two minutes faster. Would two minutes, would two minutes at the, at the un uncomfortableness of the person doing the job right now, because they're doing it with, I don't want to pick on, on left handers. So if they have to do it with their right hand because they're used to doing it with their left hand, you know, if they had to do it then with their right hand, it might, it, it, it might make them uncomfortable, but it just happens to be faster. Is it worth, going down that path of improving that process. So I think there's some variables that have to, that have to come in play to help make that decision. And I think some of those variables are, are you focused and picking on the right thing? Mm -hmm. Is that particular process, uh, that two minutes that you were talking about, is that your big rock? Is everything else running so well? that you that now has turned it that two minutes has now turned into your big rock if the answer is yes then maybe you should be discussing it and focused on it but if you've got other processes that are you know taking quite a bit more time and have a lot more savings involved in them 
then I think you're focused on the wrong thing because obviously you can't change everything at once. Right. So that's where you get into the whole discussion of are you focused on the right improvement activity and is it worth changing that activity and saving two minutes knowing that you've got some other activities in which you can save hours or days you should be focused on those so so i think that's 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 knowing your value stream right who makes that determination then so let's let's grow this up i think we started at the at the tip of the pencil right at the pointy end now let's go let's go into the the uh thicker end of the pencil as we grow up as we as we go up so so who decides where the big rocks are and how do you prove where the big rocks are i think i'm sure we've talked about it before i mean metrics metrics on whatever your end result are should drive what you what you drill down on right so i think there's two things there i think there's the metrics and i think there's understanding your whole value stream beginning to end so what is your particular value stream that you're focused on? It could be on, you know, some sort of uh, uh, product that, you know, you sell and you process and you manufacture, then you ship out the door. That could be your value stream. So knowing your value stream, where are your, your heartaches? Because a lot of times your heartaches will come out even without metrics. You know, mm-hmm. you know you've got so many things that are broken, it's, it's pretty easy you know, because that, that's another question. Do you have to measure to know what's broken? Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's so obvious that you, you don't need to measure. But I, I do think that sometimes you need, a lot of times you need a baseline so that you know if you do make any changes, did you actually make the change, did you actually make the process better? Yeah, good, you know? good point. There are, there are many variables, I guess. I mean, as you, as you look into into a whole the whole process like that um the variables whether you measure or the variables based on on personalities could play a factor right right so so i i guess when you when you said you know should something be changed well if somebody puts up a fuss that could that might tell you whether whether a process needs to be changed or not you just have to deal with that though too you have to deal with right. personalities involved in the processes so you know going back to my coffee thing and and i do like like i said process improvement i'm like i don't need to know what your process is making coffee i enjoy this like 35 seconds of changing out the, the filter and and putting the coffee in what when i don't like it is when i'm in the in the beginning of a meeting and i need to go just get out quick cup of coffee and it's not done because that's typically what happens. <laughs> so, so believe me, my process gets faster when I have less time. Well, so bringing up, bringing up that point, kind of circling back to the tip of the pencil again. Yeah. How do you deal with personalities that say, I like what I do and I see what you're saying, but I don't want to change. Mm. Well, yeah, that's true. And, and, you know, we would normally say, Oh, the change is good. And, you know, you, you always want to make things better, but if somebody doesn't want to change, are they being, and maybe I'm looking at this through a different light, are they being obstructionists or are they being, uh, let's see, uh, I don't want to use the word sedentary or, or, or unwilling, um, 
Well, like you and your coffee, you're just happy in your current state. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. And so, and so, how do you take happiness in a current state, and and show them that there may be more joy in another state? Maybe that's. Or do you just say, well, okay, you're. If you're fine, then I'm fine. I don't know if that's. I, I don't think in business i don't think that's the right thing to do per se yeah because in business it's money so that's where our our coffee um well i don't well maybe not but i was thinking that's where our coffee analogy kind of diverges because you know making coffee and all that kind of stuff is really not uh about money per se but you are doing it work at work so it is costing the company well, time. Well that's right? true then yeah and then 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 the question comes should I be spending any time making coffee? <laughs> exactly. Right? Uh, Since, that's a good point. I mean yeah. should you should you even be making coffee? Well, I mean I guess that's that's yeah only because my hourly rate is is higher than than other people's being that I'm so long in the tooth. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, bring it back to the bring it back to the old age. So yeah, I guess well, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, the the, the discussion that I had was with somebody that was a a uh, colleague of mine. So it was both of us that were standing there talking about making coffee at an hourly rate that probably wouldn't be wouldn't be wise to have both of us sitting in the kitchen. So right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so so if you get down to the you know, to the root there on that particular scenario, I mean, the fact that you were making coffee at all is, you know, yeah, but because that's really what process improvement is about, right? Wow. Is increasing efficiency, which gives more money to the to the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Well, you also have to take a break, otherwise, otherwise, right? Your, your, so that, your brain gets fried. So there's a lot so of variables. You're talking about exactly. the other variables, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, so there's so there is a lot of variables. Mental health. Yeah. is a variable. I mean, you can't work, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, nonstop. I mean, that's just, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and also I think, you know, shifting, I, I always like to try to go towards the, the, uh, the leadership, the leadership role. You definitely want to be able to do the things that you ask other people to do. Right. So I like, I like having people see me make coffee, having people see me pick up trash on the floor and stuff like that. So I think, yeah. I think that's more of a benefit. So, you know, when you think about it, the, the process improvement is, is the, is the overall process then better based on me making coffee the way I make it as an example to others. And, and okay, now maybe we should jump from the coffee to some other process is well, and that's, and I was just getting ready to say that the yeah. other way of looking that at it is making the coffee is a step in a bigger process, which would be, possibly the process of your day you know so is is making that coffee in the bigger picture is it efficient enough to where the process as a whole is not either not effective not affected or can be improved right so maybe maybe that's the way we should look at it next because you talk about getting to the fatter part of the pencil or to the eraser so to speak you know is the coffee important enough to worry about in the bigger scheme of things yeah, I like actually I do like where this is going. Hopefully we're not boring people by talking about coffee and if you don't like if you don't like coffee, like you don't even drink coffee, which, right? Which I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> but yeah, in the in the bigger yeah, in the bigger scheme of things. And then again, I go back to the evaluation of processes and how they how they become 
focus points on improvement when you when you need to look at the bigger picture well and and something to not forget about is that even within processes you still have a culture that you have to maintain Mm -hmm. you know and so you need people to be happy you need people to have job satisfaction you need people to uh be able to function and 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 do their job and so that's again those variables that play into this process and you can't always be focused on worrying about a hundred percent efficiency even though that's kind of your your themed goal Mm -hmm. you cannot forget about the human aspect of the whole thing and you know i think that that's why talking about coffee was actually a, a a good analogy because People need to take a break. People need to go to the water cooler and have just a quick chat, you know, because they've been sitting at their computer for, let's say, three hours, or they've been welding on a machine for, you know, four hours, and they've got to, you know, have a break. Now, does that affect the overall efficiency in the system? Maybe a little bit, but is your your system meeting its goal? Mm -hmm. And, you know, is is it good the way it is? You know, that's... That's what you've got to determine. Yeah. So I, 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 I think this is uh, yeah, a nice topic to, to really understand then if, if you've got people that are looking at processes, that, that, person's, that person's got to bounce things off of the, the bigger picture people, the, the people that look at the, the big picture. So even though we all want to, we all want to be process improvers and, and, and look at, and work on the system and not in the system. And, you know, I say the same thing to people that, that are in departments of mine. Hey, you want to, you want to every now and again, work on the system and not, you know, in it because you're blinded when you're in it as to what you, what you need to do to get, you know, the task done. So, so looking at the system really has to be a, a governed event by by people that understand what the big picture is and what the end result has to be right yeah and and what's what's effective and what's good you know without deteriorating those other areas those other you know important areas which are harder to measure yeah yeah well yeah and and I think making sure that that the process is good. One of the one of the debates that or the discussions that I have with people when you talk about improving a process, you typically get back from the person, "Oh, well, I don't have enough hours in the day to do it that way." And what I like to discuss is is well, what is what 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 way would the job be done best? And then we figure out the resources associated with it. So I'm right. not saying that one person's got to do it all, like you know, in in one of these examples that I'm thinking in my head, but Try to get people. Try to get people to understand what's the best way the, the process should be, and then, and then who, who, and what titles should be the people doing that process. Well, and and when people make statements like that, now you're kind of jumping into uh, the cultural side mm-hmm. of it. Why is somebody even saying that? Uh, is it because they feel like they're always under the gun? Yeah. Do they feel like they're pressured? You know, things like that. So you get into the cultural side of it, and the and and the process side of it is kind of, uh, you know, not focused on. And so you got to get people to set aside their, you know, their opinions on some of this stuff and focus on the process itself in the fact that, you know, it's not necessarily about the people as you're trying to 
improve the process. So, you know, I was going to, uh, uh, state, you know, in some of our previous podcasts, we would always, uh, bring up, uh, some books to read. And I think that, uh, kind of wrapping this one up, we're coming up on, on the end of this session, but, uh, kind of wrapping this one up. Um, I did read a book. <laughs> yeah, I read a book. Um, I did read a good book, um, that kind of, um, talked about this subject and it was called the state of readiness and uh it's a really good process event book um that i would like to you know suggest people to pick up and 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 read written by joseph parish paris and um a really good example and it's kind of written in a storytelling type mm -hmm. of mode and a really good uh you know really good book um so, you know, since our last podcast, that's probably the one that comes to mind. Do you have any that, uh, that you've read or anything come to your mind? Well, I am in the middle of a book right now that I, that I am enjoying. It's real interesting. And I, I, I won't say, I won't say it's a, it's a good book. It's, it's making me think, um, okay, because it is, uh, coming from, coming from a different angle. Um, and it is from someone that uh, used to either, yeah, they were the president of the uh, Institute for the Future. Um, I guess it was an organization an organization that I didn't know about before this book. Uh, I cannot tell you the name of the book right now, <laughs> but I'll have to, uh, I'll get that for the next podcast, but it's yeah. really interesting. And, it, and actually the, it was the second edition, it's a second edition book and it was written, I want to say in 2011, 2012. A lot of what a lot of what this guy talks about. Johansson is his name. I know I remember his, his last name is Johansson or Johansson. Um, what he talks about is is somewhat coming to fruition. Um, okay. Yeah. In 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 what his thoughts were, and it was it, and it's about how to be a leader with these with these um, cultural and business events activities. Uh, taking place. Uh, he, he uses the term diasporas, um, and I should probably look that up, but diaspora or diaspora, however you pronounce it, is uh, is how groups of people think and how they act. And so, okay. so um, having to deal with and these different diasporas, um, you know, throughout business and life in the world uh, is, is going to be a challenge and, and is a challenge to individuals and, and businesses. Well, if it's making you think, it can't be half bad. Oh no, I think it's it's good. Yeah, it's 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 really it, it's good. It's just that I, I have to kind of lay it out in my brain as to what I'm going to do next. You know what? Yeah. How it'll how it'll change me? Yes. Well, why don't we go ahead and wrap this podcast up here? Um, it's uh, good to good to be back, and uh, uh, I always uh, enjoy our discussions on this stuff. So. Uh, uh, we'll uh, be planning some more of these. And uh, Sean, you have a good uh, good day today, and uh, it's always a pleasure. It is same same for me, Les. Uh, good to talk with you, and have a good day, and talk to you again soon. Okay, bye. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Sean and I will be back again to discuss another exciting business topic, and work-life adventure. Take care.